Welcome, friends, to Merit's Musings. This is a podcast for educators in the very broadest sense. I'm a public school teacher and a youth minister in my church and a parent. I've dedicated my life to helping people grow and learn. And I am something of a writer and a poet, someone who loves language both for its artistry but also its power. In this podcast, I'm going to explore some of my informal thoughts on what it means to be human, especially in the context of being an educator, a minister, and a parent. Often, I will orient my musings around a poem I love, because any time I can spend talking about poetry is time well spent in my book. I might also talk a bit about my dogs. If you're not the type of person who enjoys a little random dog talk, this may not be the podcast for you. I invite you to join the conversation. Feel free to write me with your thoughts and feedback. My contact information is on our website, meritsmusings.buzzsprout.com, and on my Facebook page. And now, this week's poem. Today is November 1st, All Saints Day. Yesterday was Samhain, or Halloween. Uh, and there's no better poem for this moment, in my opinion, than Robert Service's great epic, The Cremation of Sam McGee. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was the night on the marge of Lake LaBarge. I cremated Sam McGee. Now Sam McGee was from Tennessee where the cotton blooms and blows. Why he left his home in the south to roam round the pole, God only knows. He was always cold, but the land of gold seemed to hold him like a spell. He would often say in his homely way that he'd sooner live in hell. On Christmas Day, we were mushing our way over the Dawson Trail. Talk of your cold through the parka's fold. It stabbed like a driven nail. If our eyes we closed and the lashes froze till sometimes we couldn't see. It wasn't much fun, but the only one to whimper was Sam McGee. And that very night, as we lay packed tight in our robes beneath the snow, and the dogs were fed, and the stars overhead were dancing heel and toe. He turned to me and, Cap, says he, I cash in this trip, I guess. And if I do, I'm asking that you won't refuse my last request. Well, he seemed so low that I couldn't say no, and he said with a sort of a moan, It's a cursed cold, and it's got right hold till I'm chilled clean through to the bone. Yet, tape being dead, it's my awful dread of the icy grave that pains. So I want you to swear that, foul or fair, you'll cremate my last remains. A pal's last need is a thing to heed, so I swore I would not fail. And we started on at the streak of dawn, but God, he looked ghastly pale. He crouched on the sleigh and he raved all day of his home in Tennessee. And before nightfall, a corpse was all that was left of Sam McGee. There wasn't a breath in that land of death. And I hurried, horror-driven, with a corpse half-hid that I couldn't get rid, because of a promise given. It was lashed to the sleigh, and it seemed to say, May tox tax your brawn and brain, but you promised true, and it's up to you to cremate those last remains. Now a promise made is a debt unpaid, and the trail has its own stern code. And the days to come, though my lips were dumb, in my heart how I cursed that load. And the long, long night by the lone firelight, while the huskies round in a ring, 
Howled out their woes to the homeless snows. Oh God, how I loathe that thing. And every day, that quiet clay seemed to heavier and heavier grow. And on I went, though the dogs were spent and the grub was getting low. The trail was bad, and I felt half mad, and I swore I would not give in. I'd often sing to that hateful thing, and it hearkened with a grin. Till I came to the marge of Lake Labarge, and a derelict there lay. It was jammed in the ice, but I saw in a trice it was called the Alice May. I looked at it, and I thought a bit, and I looked at my frozen chum. Then here, said I, with a sudden cry, is my crematorium. Some planks I tore from the cabin floor, and I lit the boiler fire. Some coal I found that was lying around, and I heaped the fuel higher. The flames just soared, and the furnace roared, such a blaze you seldom see. Then I buried a hole in the glowing coal, and I stuffed in Sam McGee. Then I made a hike, for I didn't like to hear him sizzle so. And the heavens scowled, and the huskies howled, and the wind began to blow. It was icy cold, but the hot sweat rolled down my cheeks, and I don't know why. And the greasy smoke in an inky cloak went streaking down the sky. I do not know how long in the snow I wrestled with grisly fear. But the stars came out, and they danced about. Here again I ventured near. I was sick with dread, but I bravely said, I'll just take a peep inside. I guess he's cooked, and it's time I looked, and the door I opened wide. And there sat Sam, looking cool and calm, in the heart of the furnace roar. And he wore a smile you could see a mile, and he said, please close that door. It's fine in here, but I greatly fear you'll let in the cold and storm. Since I left Plum Tree down in Tennessee, it's the first time I've been warm. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that'll make your blood run cold. The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake Labarge. I cremated Sam McGee. Of course, I picked this poem primarily because it's a ghost story, then we're at the crux between Halloween and All Saints Day, and there's no better time for ghosts. Uh, but I also picked this poem because I love to teach it to my students, now, especially since I had one student who said that it sounds like uh, a deranged Dr. Dr. Seuss on acid, um, and that has stuck with me every single time. And every now and then when I hear snippets of Dr. Seuss, uh, Cat in the Hat or Green Eggs and Ham, I wonder how it would uh, sound run through Robert's service uh, with greasy smoke and sizzling bodies <laughs> and a great roaring furnace that we use as a crematorium. Uh, so it's just, it's such a delightful poem with such amazing images. But I also love it because it references dogs. And so I'm in, all in. Uh, and of course, these are dogs from the gold rush that were pulling sleds, uh, huskies used for work. And that reminds me, makes me think about our relationship with dogs. Uh, because I have two, and one of them is an American bulldog uh, named Theo, uh, who uh, wants to work, wants to pull things, uh, has way too much energy for uh, his body, and is always doing something 
and my job is to help channel it. Uh, and I have another dog who's a mix of a bit of everything, but he seems to have um, some Jack Russell Terrier in him. And so he's always thinking. And again, if I don't find a way to channel his natural impulses, he finds mischief to do. And that brings me to education. Uh, because I know that there's a lot of folks who argue that uh, you can't change people. And yet, I think that is the goal of education, is to help people move away from their worst selves to their best selves, to channel their energy and their impulses in ways that are healthy. And of course, I'm not suggesting that we train uh, students like we would train dogs, although I would argue that dogs are much smarter and have more personality than many people give them credit for. So that was a long segue into the topic of this podcast. And clearly, I just wanted to read the poem to you, which I just did. Uh, the other thing I really love about this poem um, is in the midst of the horror and pain, this sort of unabiding sense of honor that runs through the main character, which you see in every one of Robert Service's poems, um, this idea that uh, once you have committed to a task, once you have given your word, uh, you need to finish it, um, especially if it's given to someone you're in a relationship with. Uh, and for me, that is a reminder that, uh, and a castigation because I'm not always um, as reliable as I would like to be. And so this poem reminds me that I need to step up um, and accomplish the things I need to accomplish. So with those ideas about helping people channel their energies positively and meeting our promises and the coolness of ghost stories, I wish you all the best and talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves.